Good afternoon. Um, I am popping on, as promised, to just have a quick moment to think about um, fear and the topic of fear um, and how we can overcome the fears and why we should overcome the fears and how we can help break down various sort of mental structures that build up in our heads and that support the sort of narrative of fear um, and we need to move away from that so given what's going on right now I've had a couple of messages from people saying um, I'm in the early stages of um, awakening for those of you that don't know what awakening perhaps is um, it's quite a multi-layered concept um, and um, it's it's to do with a higher level of consciousness and a higher, deeper level of understanding about one's purpose in life and what life is all about, basically. Um, in its most basic sense, that's what it is. Um, and uh, we all have... Um, periods of awakening throughout our lives in small senses, large senses and um, and pivotal senses and so on and that is that is life you know like we we are conscious beings that are walking through life as energetic spirits we're souls that's what we are it's energy and the energy moves into higher states of frequency as we as we progress through our stages of life, this life, past lives, and wherever we will go next. Um, and um, so when we have awakenings, that that's in effect what it is. The great awakening is what is known and prophesied, um, sorry, what has been prophesied and is lately known as the great awakening since let's say 2020 in its sharpest date um, because that has been the year where everything has been pivotal for everybody and it's obviously been um, chained down to one specific narrative that's made really made people think what is actually going on um, now, for all intents and purposes, there may be a deadly virus that has been caused by a bat in a Chinese wet market, and um, the narrative that has been put out there might be perf might be perfectly true. Um, it might have been started in a lab somewhere um, and being been put out there as a bioweapon, and that might also perfectly be true. Or there might not be anything at all in terms of a virus, and that also might be perfectly true. Because the thing is, what is in effect being put out there as a narrative is designed to be so complex and so multi-layered and so confusing that trying to wrap your head around it gets you so confused to the point you go, what actually is going on? And then when you sit and think about what is actually going on, you, um, you get deeper and deeper into um, a spiral of questioning. And when you start to question what is going on, then you can question many other things and go, what is all of this about? So in effect, everything that has happened 
um, since 2020, even before 2020, because there's been a lot of programming and control and so on and so forth. It's all been a giant psyop. What is a psyop? It's a psychological operation. Um, and then you can think, why would anybody perform a huge psyop on society? Because it is an effect like we're all um, in some social social programming um, scenario. It's very, very strange. Like we're in some kind of um, game of some description. Um, and it, it can really it can really make you feel uncomfortable and it can really put you in a state of fear. Even if you haven't got to the stage of having an awakening to what's going on and you're still wrapped up in the narrative that they're putting out there, it can create fear. Whichever way you look at it, whatever level of the spectrum you're on, it creates fear. Um, and I think you only break down that fear once you start realizing that everything is a psyop. Even the rabbit holes that you'll go down when you start questioning what's actually going on and you start researching things like, for example, um, and I'm not suggesting that anyone do this, but, you know, I'm just using this as an example because I've read various forums and so on about how people have had what triggered their awakenings. Um, so, for example, 9-11, that was that was a big one. That was when most people's awakenings started. As I say, the Great Awakening started in 2020. The sort of preview version started way back. So 9/11 was um, one of the one of the awakening triggers. Um, and then what else have we had in between? We've had the 2008 financial crash, um, and we've had a lot of bits and pieces in between, um, and some strange celebrity deaths. Um, a lot of things that have been put out there regarding ill behavior to do with trafficking, human trafficking and so on. And it can really make you think what the hell is actually going on? Like you can read articles and think that person's involved with what? How can they get away with this? Uh, latest being um, uh, Prince Prince um, Andrew um, and his, 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 you know, what he's being accused of. And, and yeah, it, it does highlight an awful lot of how are these people in positions of power and authority and they go and, and behave the way they do. Um, and then once you open one can of worms, another one and another one, it's like Pandora's box, you know, it's, it's triggering, really, really triggering. Um, there are far, far more, tr far deeper triggering um rabbit holes to go down I'm not even going to mention them I'm not and um uh, but all I'm going to say is that for the ones that have gone down those rabbit holes they get stuck in a loop because what happens when you go down them is it's just a loop it's a vicious cycle you you uncover a couple of things and you're like oh my gosh I can't believe it I'm guilty of this myself I I can remember reading some things um maybe early on in 2020 and thinking what on earth and I had probably already awakened to most things anyway, but that was really the nail in the coffin. Um, a lot to do with Tom Hanks, uh, a lot to do with um, the royals. And, and I was just honestly blown away by some of the rabbit holes. I'd fallen down with a lot of what, what was put out there when we were all in lockdown and everybody was just lying around at home, chilling on social media, sharing stuff and um, having the time to read up on stuff. And you're like, wow. 
unbelievable, can't believe it. The problem is that when you go down those rabbit holes, you just end up stuck in a loop. It's not progressive and that information is there, but it's not necessarily true. As I said, the, it, the virus could have been started by a bat. It could have been started in a lab. It might not have started at all. No one knows for sure. And every single, every single narrative within that is just opinion. Um, I mean, obviously there's a truth and everybody wants to find out what the truth is. But while we're all sat around trying to figure it out, everybody's opinion of what's going on is their own version of truth. It's their own version of reality. Um, so to them, it's true. To you, it might not be. But that doesn't matter because there's no such thing as truth or untruth in any of what we're uncovering right now because all it really is about is finding a deeper meaning within yourself. It's finding out how to stop attaching um, concepts and ideas and identity onto all of those things that you absorb in your mind and stop putting them into compartments that then need attention and then become so cluttered because then you just get so full in your head of information that we don't know if it's true we don't know if it's not and it's stopping you from living life and all it's doing is creating an enormous amount of fear because you're unsure about what's actually happening in the external and that is it it's external it's got nothing to do with your internal reality so the great thing is with awakenings is that the deeper and deeper and deeper into an awakening you go you will realize that all of this that you're soaking up and absorbing in the external it, it has to happen because it's designed to happen for a purpose and that purpose is to collapse old paradigms that no longer have a place in our external reality and therefore then we're able to free up space so that we can become more internally focused. So it's really, again, everything about it's multi-layered um, and uh, the whole fear aspect then becomes broken down once you start to develop maturity throughout your awakening process. So for me, um, on a personal level, if you've read my blogs about my experience since um, over the last 10 years with um, what I have gone through physically, emotionally and mentally um, because of various ailments that I had been trying to get on top of and hence why I work in the field of natural health in the first place, um, you'll understand that one of my biggest fears um, was dying. I was, I was really scared of not being able to cope and manage my own health and get on top of the pains and the problems that I was having and nobody, nobody could explain to me what was wrong with me. All I wanted somebody to do was say, oh, you have this and diagnose me with something where I could identify it and then go, okay, well, I know now because it's X, Y or Z, I treat it with X, Y or Z. And that's a really left brained, um, left brained way of thinking that attaches a logic onto something. And then with that logic, we apply further logic. And because nobody could do that, I spiraled into a, a massive state of fear because I thought, right, well, that's it. If no one can help me, I'm just going to die. 
I've got two kids to look after, um, I'm too young to die, I've got my life to live. And I had a real fear of death because it made you think, well, where do we go? Um, what happens afterwards? Who's going to look after my kids? And, and, and the thought patterns spiral out of control. And I was, I was dreadful with this. I was really bad. Um, I would get a lump or a mark on my body and I'd be like, right, I've got skin cancer. Um, I've, I've got a lump, so it's lymphoma. And because I'd, because I had had widespread body pain from head to toe, every single ailment in my head had gone from naught to 60. I am dying with this. Um, because, because my, my fears were so extreme. So therefore, so was my rational ability to be able to, uh, sorry, irrational ability to be able to rationalize what these issues were. Anyhow, then my dad, my stepdad, shame, he died of pancreatic cancer in 2018. And watching him die, this is a very strange thing to say, but watching him die was nothing short of beautiful. It was, oh, I could cry when I say this. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it, was, it was emotionally devastating. It was draining. It was painful. It was awful to watch and witness him slide into this decline um, because he was such a big character. He was such a, a larger than life kind of person. And he literally went from that to um, slipping into a coma and and going away. He left us. Um, the day he left us, he was in a coma. He couldn't hear us anymore. Or maybe he could, I don't know. But he, he, he wasn't able to communicate with us anymore. But there was a moment the day that he died where he lifted up his arms and he was smiling and talking to somebody with his arms. And he was having a full sort of conversation as if, as if he was etherically with somebody um, and he wasn't with us. Or he was, but he wasn't. It was a whole different dimension. Um, and, then he and then he left. And the, the, the energy that he left us with was so peculiar. None of us had experienced it before. Like we have experienced people dying in our family before, but his was a very unusual death because it happened so quickly and it was so unexpected and it was out of everybody. He was the one that lived life the most. So it was like, oh, wow, this is tough. Um, but he left me with a poetic, deeper understanding of the afterlife and what being here actually means. Um, one of the things that he really represented to me was the connection to music so um you know he he was a big big music lover and uh, so we had some great tunes at his funeral um i'll never be able to listen to prince without thinking of him he was the one that introduced me to pink floyd and the beatles you know um and so my understanding of consciousness and um programming um, stems from it. I, I get a deeper understanding of it from music itself anyway. Um, but he left me with that. He left me with a legacy of real deep understanding of the meaning of life and death. I don't think he realized that it took his death for me to connect with that. And it gave me a whole new perspective on what death actually meant. And then when 2020 hit and we had this fear of this virus and I was like honestly freaking out because for somebody that has had health anxiety for years, 
then all of a sudden being put in a situation where we've got this health pandemic where we're told it's so severe I honestly in the early days was imagining opening my front door and seeing bodies piled up on the pavement um obviously that was short-lived because I quickly realized that um that was not the case and so my fears and panics over it um died away uh, and from what I've read and researched since then, not necessarily about the pandemic, but about health and spirituality and this whole great awakening that we're having is all connected to what I learned and understood about life and death itself. Where do we go afterwards? That death is an illusion, that there's no such thing as death. This body might die, but we go somewhere else because we are spiritual form in a body in the first place so this body goes and we move on to something else um and that has been the case for years and years and it only really it started for me in early 2020 to realize that i've been here before many times and i'm going to continue to be here um for many for many many more times to come because that's just how this whole game is played but in this moment, in this life right now, we're in these bodies and it's like we, we, we just, the standard sort of three-dimensional way of thinking is you, you're born, you live life, you go to school, you graduate uni, you go to work, you do your nine to five, you pay your taxes, you have 20 days holidays a year, um, you, you, you have a couple of kids and they repeat that cycle and so on and so forth until the day you retire and then, hey, you die. And that's that. That's the purpose of your life. Except it's not. It's not. It's far deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. Um, there's and, and, and the minute you start realizing that it's so much deeper than that and what that depth can look like, then you change your entire mindset and your entire perspective of absolutely everything. Then the whole game changes. And when that whole game changes, you lose the fear because you can see further and deeper beyond the matrix and into the spiritual reality of this God-created universe. Um, and you can see, you can just, wow, it's limitless. And that's the thing, it's totally limitless. And when you're stuck in fear, you're limited. When you break down the fear, you become limitless. And that is when you can really, really get out of your comfort zone and grow. The problem is when you're in your comfort zone, doing your nine to five and paying your taxes and waiting for your holiday and so forth, you are stuck in that limit, in, in that limiting matrix, in that system that regulates you. Now, I know for sure I was born and given this body by God. Um, I didn't come here to be a slave to anyone. I didn't come here to sign, and I don't remember signing up to um, pay taxes or to live according to this system, this restricted, limiting system. That sure, you know, this is just the way it is right now, this system, and we have to kind of do things to a certain, certain degree and dance around it, trying to find our freedoms and our deeper meanings within this system until we can break out of it. Um, but you have to accept that it is a restricting system um, and that none of none of it is actually um, justified because God wouldn't expect you to pay taxes. I don't see his name on the bottom of my bill. 
And I never signed any contract saying that I was happy to do it. You know, but anyway, without being too sort of radical and um, disestablishment um, about this whole thing anyway, I'm just I'm just kind of highlighting that in, in terms of um, this is what we're dealing with and these are what the limits are. When you realise that and then you can see the deeper meaning, then you can see you can break the limits and you be- and you become limitless and when you can see that there is way more then you're free your mind is free because you're not attaching identity to everything or anything you're moving away from the concepts of your mind and putting identity on things and putting um, categories and and compartmentalizing everything in your mind and instead of thinking so much about things you start to feel and when you're able to feel things then you're able to kind of operate from a heart-based perspective which therefore uses less of your mind and more of your heart and that is exactly where we're going in this future and exactly why the great awakening is happening in the first place So the heart-based approach to living is all about gratitude and compassion and love and unity and freedom and happiness. And once you can achieve those frequencies and those states of being and those states of perception, then your mind becomes more balanced. Your whole being becomes more balanced and you break down fear. So you can see and hear all of those things around you that might be true or might not be true, but it wouldn't matter because you are in a, you're in a state of harmony within yourself because you're, you're feeling from your heart, um, you're living from your heart and you've broken down the fears because you know that even if the worst case happens, um, and I don't know, I don't know what's the worst case, like let's look at like concentration camps, that was definitely not a good place, right, that was a definite low frequency vibration happening in, on the planet during that that period of time, right, um, that's not nice, we never need to go there again, um, and we're moving away from those lower vibrations into the higher vibrations and the heart-based vibrations, but just for instance, we got caught up in a timeline like that, well, at least you know with your heart-based perspective that if anything like that were to ever occur again, hopefully on the next round, we can do an awful lot better, right? And that God is in control and you're always, always protected if you have God in your heart. Um, and hey, God can be anything you want it to be because we're all um, we're all unique. We're all individual. Um, religion to me, uh, again, that's that's uh, an idea that's been put into a compartmentalized um, matrix all of its own and and is caused to, created to cause division and polarity, right? Um, sorry, there's just somebody. Hello. Um, yeah, so it's all just created to, and it literally is created to cause division exactly as this is um this whole virus thing it creates division because everybody has a different opinion and a different mental view on what's going on but when you step away from the mental view and you start viewing it from your heart game change right i have many friends that have had this you know what jib jab i have had many friends that have not i have many friends that are vegetarian many friends that are total meatheads. I've I have many friends that are breatharian. I've got friends that drink their own pee, 
right? Everybody is at a different stage of the game according to them and what is right for them and what is right for them vibrationally. But at the end of the day, everybody, everybody, I don't care what stage of the game you're on, <laughs> um, everybody should should find a way to try and get out of fear. You know, it's it's not it's it's the it fear is a killer. It's it's like stress. It's a killer. Um, so that's basically what the whole point of this message was, because a lot of people have been saying, hey, I don't know what's going on right now. And quite frankly, I'm scared. And it's OK to be scared because it, it it's a trigger that gets you to think like I can remember having a conversation with somebody early this year, like in January. Um, and we were like talking about how we are literally all here as triggers to trigger the shit out of each other so that we can expand and grow. And it it's like if you were to look at it as if we were an energetic um, force field instead of a physical force field. And it would just look like some giant um, galactic map with um, lightning flickers and lights and, and all different waves and like oh it, it's um it's electric we're electric beings and I think we need to start uh focusing more on how we can be those high vibe electrical beings rather than these dense stagnant sort of physical drained beings that have really really just had enough of all of this um, all of the shit that we really need to break free from. And we are, it's good, all is good. There's nothing to be scared of because the universe will take care of what needs to happen. Somebody the other day was having an argument, well, not an argument, a discussion about how Greg Braden, who talks about the, um, the concepts of the universe and how all the workings of the universe and whatnot in a very sort of quantum sense, um, it attaches he attaches too much concept to the workings of the universe that if he just left the conceptualizing and the trying to intellectualize everything then we would just be able to leave the universe to do what it needs to do and just flow with it now i see why greg braden is doing this because he's highlighting to those of us that want to understand how it works um how it actually does work and without that conceptualizing you're just kind of left guessing however on the other hand what the other person was saying is if you're just left guessing then you've got no choice no chance no other choice other than to use your intuition and let your intuition guide you because then and only then can you truly really feel what is happening and I think that's what we need to figure out. We need to figure out how to feel it rather than try and understand it. Because in trying to understand, you're not actually getting any answers. You're not getting the truths because none of it actually is real. Um, do the vaccines kill people? Who knows? It might, it, they might, they might not. It's not real. Um, are the polls going to flip? They might, they might not. It doesn't matter. We just need to let it go. We just need to go within and to really, really start thinking, feeling, thinking about how we can start feeling and feeling about how we can start feeling and just let go of the thinking part because oh, it's just so tiring. Um, 
and uh, that's that's pretty much that guys so anyway that was just a quick ramble half an hour's worth of a ramble um it's it's about to storm here and uh and on that I can tell it's about to storm because I can see the birds over there doing their thing you know that these are the senses that we have sight vision um smell hearing you know all of what's going on right now I could close my eyes and this is the thing when you meditate and you go within you can you can feel your senses from what is around you I can smell that a storm is coming in we went for a really huge swim it wasn't actually huge Christ it was like a kilometer but the waves are pretty heavy today and we took shame we took my 12 year old out because we were like come on you gotta you gotta do some exercise get up you lazy thing and we and we took her out um because we know that there's going to be a storm that's probably going to be quite long-lived um and it's our last chance to go and have a decent a decent swim for at least for the next week or so I imagine and so we got in the water and yeah it was a kilometer but it was pretty brutal today to be honest and she wasn't impressed that we did that she looked completely miserable in the car on the way home shame but we did we did it and and I know that something's coming I can feel it brewing you know you can feel you can feel the energy of a storm right so if you just sit and close your eyes and feel the energy and think back to 2020 and think back to 2019 or whatever timeline you want to put yourself on and feel the energy of it and you can smell the smells and you can hear things and you can remember things and you can feel the frequency of that time then you're building your intuition and you're feeling what's around you I felt that there was a huge shift coming in 2019 and I said to my husband we need to move our business into this direction that direction um, and he wasn't quite sure what I was talking about, um, but he allowed me to kind of just go with it because then lo and behold, when all of what happened in 2020 happened, our industry has taken the biggest hit. I work in veterinary and oh my word, <laughs> what a joke of a sector that is at the moment. I tell you, it's dreadful. Um, and 2020, from 2020 to now, there has been 50% of the registered veterinary nurses sign off the register and are no longer in practice. That's pretty bad. Desperate times, hey? So yeah, there's a huge, huge shift underway. It's only really just begun. Um, and this is, this is just the warm up. But there's nothing to fear. Because I honestly, in progression of humanity, we have to change these things. We have to build new ways. The people have to build new ways because it's so long overdue. We know that the system doesn't work anymore. It's so limiting. I can remember when we started in veterinary and we were speaking to clinicians and like, um, like uh, internal um, referral specialists and you know, I was like, wow, they're so amazing. I can't believe they figured all of this out. And then I was like, something clicked in the last three years. And I thought, where can this advance? They've already learned all of this. Why do we do continual professional development if we've already got all the answers? And the answer to that is we haven't got the answers. We've only got the answers that these, this limiting timeline has the capability of acquiring what comes next, we have no idea what it's even going to look like. So we, we don't know. We're going in blind. But we can feel that it's going to be good. 
because this is done. We're done with this now. Expiry date, long gone. We're moving into something fresh and new. And I don't know about you, it can be completely uncertain that it's kind of shit your pants like terrifying because it's like, oh my God, what is going to happen? What's it going to look like? None of us know. We have an idea, but none of us know. But that falling into the void, as frightening as that is, feels incredible. It's just like, wow. So when I say all of these things about like um, Uranus energies and shifts and magnetic fields, yeah, if you're the kind of person that looks from things at things from a three-dimensional viewpoint, that does look scary. But if you're the kind of person that looks at things with a spiritual full heart and knowing that God's in control, that's not scary at all. That's just absolutely magical. So it depends what your mindset is is um, able to assist you with, you know. I can remember my daughter when she was six had a number of really hectic dreams that she told me about. And I've had similar dreams maybe in the last few years especially in the last few years, that have almost been revelational. Almost like, um, yeah, almost revelational, um, where it's the hand of God telling you what's coming. Um, dreams where there have been huge waves, but I can breathe and talk underwater. Um, apocalyptic dreams where... Uh, this wave has come towards me and then as soon as it gets to my feet it lifts up and it's like an upwards flowing waterfall and then I move up with it and it's almost like I can fly. Now I'm not saying that that's what the future is going to look like but it certainly didn't make me scared and it just makes you think that anything is possible. You have to really have an open mind in order to have an open heart. So yeah, um, I will leave you with that. And I do have an open mind. So when you hear these things, <laughs> it's like my husband's like, oh my gosh, you know, like when we go and meet friends, he's like, you'll just be normal, right? <laughs> I'm like, yes, of course, because I am a totally normal person. Um, I don't talk like this to people all the time, um, but I, I'm not scared to talk like this to people because I think these conversations need to be had. And um, I'm perfectly comfortable in my own mindset and heart space. So I don't really mind what people think of what I say. Anyhow, I also know that um, based on the studies that I've done, um, there's a lot of reality and a lot of, um, I hate to say the word logic because that is so left brained, um, that is applied to the theories of what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of psychologists um, discuss this, Freud, Carl Jung, Nietzsche, you know, they um, they all spoke about these things um, in a way that I'm trying to speak about them now to make them not seem so strange and so bizarre. But, you know, if it's interpreted that way, hey, that's that's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> anyway, um, I am um, heading off and I'm going to go and upload this later on this afternoon. I hope it helps anybody that's struggling with the fear right now I know it's huge I sometimes feel it too you know um but I just don't let it beat me anymore no am I afraid of death anymore no the only thing I'm scared of is leaving my kids behind 
and not being able to see them every day because I bloody love them so much. But who's to say I won't see them every day? You know, they just might not be able to see me. Like my, oh, um, just very quickly, because, you know, these are the, I can ramble on and go off, go off on like um, bits and pieces. But um, on Twitter the other day, I did post this. Um, you can find it on there. But my seven-year-old, she um, started rambling. She came into the bedroom and she was like, how come my eyes can't see what your eyes can see and how come my she what did she say it was you're gonna have to have a look on twitter to find it i can't think of it right now but basically she was she came out with some really sort of like connected to source load of like jargon that was literally like and and what about these realms what about what can the dog see that i can't see are there other beings that um that she can see that I can't like is her world different to ours or does she see what we see are there other layers and realms um and portals you know bits and pieces that she started going on about and I was like wow okay I mean obviously she's my daughter <laughs> so she's gonna come out with some fairly far out stuff um but it's just great that she does because it means that her mind's active and she's thinking outside of the box so yeah, there you go. I'm just sat here now that there is a huge fire on the top of the mountain up there. I'm just seeing clouds of black smoke. Um, I don't know what it is with the people here, but they're so into hunting, which is fine, I guess, if that's your thing. But they smoke out the trees to get the birds out. And I don't think they quite get that that's not actually safe. Anyway, Right, I'm going to go home and upload this. I love you all and um, all is good. Uh, nothing to fear. Please don't fear. Um, and at any point that you do, a couple of tips. Just sit quietly. Deep breaths. Alternate nostril breathing is really helpful. It helps to regulate your, le your left, right brain hemispheres and put you into a state of neutrality. That's really helpful. Um, apply some lavender and pine essential oil if you can they're really grounding calming oils um, and just remember all is good God is always with you um, and whatever will be will be but together united we stand over and out